104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. For a faulty joint replacement compensation claim, mej.com today you. Hit 104.7. I want to hear if you're all about chick tradies, if you love a girl in high-vis 131060. Let's get around them because yesterday there was this group online called the Tradettes. They're a bunch of female plumbers yeah. working on the Goldie and they were the victim of trolling by these anti-feminist groups saying, oh, you're giving plumbing a bad name. Oh, no, it's, relentless. It's so dirty and disgusting that your plumbers go get a, a lady's, a proper girl's, girl's job, job in heels and an office, which is totally not a thing. And not only are they well within their rights to be plumbers, uh, and I actually think and I actually respect it more that someone can go to work and do something with their hands and make something. Mm. Um, my girlfriend Bridget is a winemaker. She's in and out of barrels. She's, she comes home drenched, smelling of all kinds of wines and chemicals, <laughs> and she's, like, working hard, climbing up and down ladders. And when she can go to work, work hard, get dirty and, like, make something that people enjoy, I kind of go, yeah, that's, that's someone who... That's, that's, that's for that's you, cool. isn't it? I'm all about that. Yeah. I'm all about I that. I think a lot of people would. Like, yeah. it is sexy. Yeah. I think so. And Bridget said sometimes in the supermarket... I wish I could do it. Yeah. You know? I see some, yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't have those skills. I can't do it. If something goes wrong, I'm like, mm. yeah. Um, and Bridget said sometimes she'll be at the supermarket on the way home, and there'll be like professional ladies in their lady suits, are looking up and down, going, "Oh, how gross! Like mm. you're all dirty and stuff." And it's like, piss off, idiot. No, um, <laughs> it's now, a bit rude. You yeah. can't. You shouldn't judge someone on that. In Queanbeyan, we've got Tara now. Tara, you're a tradie. Yeah, I am. Yeah, what do you do? Uh, so I restore and take furniture, so I'm a French polisher by trade. That's cool. cool. Is your house amazing? Yeah. Just full of awesome yeah, furniture? Yeah, lots of cool pieces. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. Um, so what, what's your sort of story of, of being a female tradie? Do you kind of get the looks in the supermarket and stuff like my girlfriend Bridget does sometimes? Yeah, all the time. Like People won't want to take money out of my hand or stuff like that just because they're a little bit dirty and, you know, you just get double glances because your clothes aren't clean and stuff like that, so... Do you think that's bizarre yeah. because if it was a male tradie, they wouldn't get that? Yeah, exactly. Well, because my boyfriend's a tradie as well, but, you know, he doesn't get the same looks or people, you know, people still take money out of his hand, but they won't out of mine. Yeah. So, yeah. Is your boyfriend like me in that he's not only okay with it, but he actually he's prefers it and he's into it? it? Yeah, I think so. And he likes me for what I do. And so, yeah. Mm. It must be really empowering. I'd love to be able to just reconstruct furniture and pull it apart and start yeah. again. Like, that's so cool, girl. Yeah, it's different, so I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, and do you, and do you actually get to wear the high-vis? Oh, uh, we wear black because it covers up the dirt mm. in that clothes. Yeah, so. no, Touche, touche. Oh, same. <laughs> you know what? I'm coming in tomorrow in high-vis. And are you? Gonna, yeah. Why? Well, first Where of all... Where are you firstly going to get it? Aldi. And, oh, and you can't <laughs> get it at Aldi. Are you kidding? Can you? Yeah, absolutely. You can get high visit Aldi. Mm, I bought active wear from Aldi the other day. Really? You can get anything yeah. there, so I dare say you're right. They yeah, probably do and, have high vis And I wouldn't wear my Mexican costume because it still hasn't arrived. Um, Liam. Seriously? <laughs> Liam, you like a, a girl in high vis Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's for you. Bloody <laughs> um, your, your current partner, is she a tradie or... Uh, currently single. Mm-hmm. Looking, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I well, mate before was in a relationship, so it's a bit of a bummer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Steel caps get you going. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it similar to, to myself in that just that sort of, you just sort of respect that they can actually go and do something? 
Yeah, they can put in a good day's hard work. <laughs> <laughs> can I just say, regardless of, of job, like, everyone could put in a good full day's, day's hard. work. Good hard work. Day. Just um, because you're not labouring doesn't mean that you're not working hard. <laughs> uh, well, I say that to my, my friends, go, are you working hard? And they go, yeah, but then... When they're, know, like, when digging and stuff, and I go, you know what, you're, you're actually working I know. hard. I'm just sitting here for an extra Yeah, I, I've, yeah. Uh, Paul, um, you like a you like a, a girl tradie? Yeah, well, my wife's actually a tradie. What's yeah, she cool. do? She's a work health and safety officer. Oh, nice. Oh, does that mean she gets the, the, the high-vis as well in the hat? Yeah, high-vis, walks around the site, checks everyone's books and that. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah. And that is, she, that's sexy. Something about the power of that as well, right? Yeah, she, she like... Get you know she's respected on the work site and everyone like you know it's it's all above board and, and goes well. Oh, definitely, and she used to be a labourer too, so she's worked her way up the ranks. Yeah, nice. wasn't just straight into it. Yeah, and do you think actually just working as a labourer like you kind of earn the respect of other people on the site because you've done your time? Well, definitely, because that way you're not coming in thinking you know everything from mm. a course. Mm. Yeah, on the ground and done it firsthand. Yeah, and does she like my girlfriend? Does she get looks in the supermarket when, when other people are like, oh, look at this girl is sort of in the in the work gear and well, stuff like that? Definitely, because we both walk in together with high views and we have two kids, and everyone's just like, what are they doing to get the sort of thing? Oh, that's oh. weird. That's, yeah. that's so yeah. strange. Like, we live in the twenty first century. Yeah. Women can do the exact same job as men. It's fine. It's cool. It's not even a thing. Like, it. it's strange for, for, for the looks do for you me. Have, I find that strange. Do you have little high-vis gear for the kids so you can all roll in together? Oh, not really. We just got a little vest for them. Yeah. That's, oh, so, that's so cute. cute. <laughs> that's so cute. Are you really going to wear high-vis tomorrow? Absolutely. No. I, Why I've, are you going to wear I've it? I've been talking about this for weeks, like, jo- like jokingly, because I just... I just get, you like, like it? Because you've it. never worn yeah, high-vis just before, just to give it a go? Why don't you go do a, a, a day as a tradie or something? Oh, I don't... I am real busy. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Um, right now, I just... I never felt sorry for politicians ever because they let us down continually mm. time and time again. They keep lying to us. They're full of it. They go to an election promising one thing just because they want your vote and then they find an excuse for it to not happen. Yep. Um, now, they're the masters of it. Yeah. Now, both parties claim they're for marriage equality, yet they're all in, employed and they haven't done a thing ever. And we are actually now the last English-speaking country oh, really? to not be able to get married. Yeah. Um, now, Christopher Pine the other night, he was he was saying how I didn't know that. I didn't know we're the last English-speaking yep. country. Um, yep, which is like... I didn't, I, yeah, that's shocking. It's um, frustrating. Now, Christopher Pine is on the Liberal Party, which is traditionally the Conservative and the very anti, and will make any excuse not to do anything for the people. And he was caught at Cherry Bar after 15 ma- margaritas. Where's Cherry Bar? I believe it's Melbourne, although there's probably many cherry bars, but there's mm. definitely one in Melbourne. And okay. apparently, it was a bit of a, it was a private function. Um, I don't know if it was like a work thing, and he was saying some words about a colleague, and they're getting all fired up. And the audio is leaked. Now we've heard about the leaked audio, but here we've got it ourselves here this morning. This is him talking. We are in the winners' circle, but we have to deliver a couple of things, and one of those that we've got to deliver before too long is marriage equality in this country. So basically, what he's saying—it's hard to hear, isn't it? It is hard to hear because it's just like recorded from a phone, like in, in the bar. next in the next room in a bar. 
um, and basically he's saying that despite uh, Liberal making some, you know, they say they're for it, but they make it really hard to make it happen. So, like, hey, Turnbull, we can see through that kind of crap, mate. Like, you're full of shit. Anyway, um, so Christopher Pine, who's supposed to be his, like, number one offsider, has kind of said, oh, look, we need to make a change. And now that's gone public, and now it looks like, you know, when, you, when, you're not, when your left-hand man is, is sort of going against <laughs> yeah. the grain, there'll be a bit of, well, come on, mate, get, get your act together. Do you think you'll be in a few meetings today? There'll be a few meetings. Uh, there'll be a few meetings. Uh, and it was only last week where, do you remember Malcolm Turnbull was making a few jokes about Trump at a supposedly oh, private right. dinner? Yeah. And, and it got and leaked. It leaked. Yeah, and it's... and. You I've feel sorry for them, right? Because uh, yeah, I've never felt sorry for politicians ever, but I feel like they've they've had a few little areas where they go, yep, you know, we co- we tow the company line and we say what we're supposed to say at work, and then every now and then we'll go out to a restaurant and have a few beers and we can just let our hair down and ha- tell a few jokes, and it's sort of getting to that point now where they can't really ever do anything ever. Do you ever think yeah. that even if they're having... Because these are both of those events that you're talking about yeah. uh, were like public places. Do you ever think that maybe they're able to let their hair down and be more honest with each other and say their real opinions mm. in their houses? Or do you think no matter who they're with, they'd always be on guard and oh. worried because of phones? A little bit, yeah. Well, I think with Turnbull, he was like sort of making jokes and, mm. and like entertaining and you can hear the crowd laughing and then when you think oh but you're a politician you can't tell jokes and make fun of people it's like, oh, like you can't I mean, be human as much as I'm not a big fan of his recent work like yeah he's just the person that wants to tell a joke on a Friday night sort of thing mm. and uh, you kind of go well geez, when you can't do that if you're stifled, it would be a really... Yeah. I mean, honestly, that would be the hardest job. Awful. Yeah. I would hate to, do, to yeah. be a Prime Minister. Well, there is the argument that if you're not full of crap in the first place and you're honest all the time, then you wouldn't have to hide anything. But they're politicians and they've all probably got many a skeleton in the closet, which they're yeah. all pulling back and forth. But um, but also you, there's some, some things that don't need to be public knowledge as well. Yep. Yeah, that's a fair call. Um, but uh, like, like what sort of stuff? I don't know. Well, apparently Kevin Rudd, when he was... Um, in a New York strip club? <laughs> no, in office. Like, he got real mad and he only slept for three hours a day, you know. Mm. And you sort of think, for him to get a little bit cranky, it's like, that's not public knowledge. He, he uh, That doesn't have to be public knowledge because yeah. he's allowed to be a little bit cranky because he's, he's hard, running he the country much. and has yeah. three hours sleep and has children and has a wife yeah. also, as well as looking after a whole country. So, like, for me, if he gets a little bit angry, I don't feel like we need to it's know hard. about that. That yeah. doesn't need to be front page news. And he's allowed to get a little bit cranky. Yeah. Now, I... He's allowed to be a human being and feel feelings is the thing, right? Yeah, we said before, like, it's like they have, they'll be constantly looking over their shoulder, mm. uh, which is usually the sign of a good joke. You know, the good joke, you go, I've got this, gr- <laughs> yes, I've got this go. great joke and it might be slightly offensive. And you go, Hang on a sec, I've got this great joke, but let me just have a look. Um, look left, look right. Okay, so here it is. Three guys walked into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> that sort of gear. But yeah, I can't believe I feel sorry for Christopher Pine. It makes me feel sick of those words coming out of my mouth. Nah, it's true, but I feel here you. We are. All right, I agree uh, with you. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. In Canberra's own Napa Valley, they'll be clapping. It's Australia's pinnacle for competitive napping. Will Tanya keep being a loser? Is this just another fail? Or can she get a victory in the slob's holy grail? If you think you can fall asleep or nap as quick as a flash, you could win $2,000 cash. Actually, about Tanya. Hopefully a medal will make her grin. None of this sad stuff for Ryan, though, because all I do is... <laughs> All right, Tanya wanted something she could win, and she said, I want competitive napping. I reckon I'm one of the best nappers around. I want to win something in my life because I've never won a trophy. So we have created competitive napping, a $2,000 voucher. Yes. <laughs> 
can confirm. I think we said cash, but it's a voucher. It's a voucher from 40 Winks is up for grabs. That's nuts. And a trophy, right? And a trophy for the winner, for the winner. only. Well, I'm going to win this. Don't worry about for it, the mate. winner only. For four years or five years, I can't remember how long I've been doing breakfast radio, I have had a nap almost every single day. I'm really good at napping on planes. I can nap on trains. I can nap in sunlight. You name it, I can nap. I've got this in the bag. All right, well, Tanya's talking up a big game. Let's go to Natalie in Canberra. You fancy yourself as a napper? I am a napper. A napper. How, how often are you napping? I nap every day, and I have a full-time job. Good on you, girl. Where do you, when, where do you, where do you sneak that in? <laughs> uh, well, I start really early. I actually slept in this morning. I didn't get up until 5. Um, oh. But, yeah, I... Get in my eight hours, I go home, I go to bed, I get up, I pick the kids up, and then I go home, and I'm in bed by seven. Now, yeah, you, you just love to sleep. Yeah. I love you. Do you I reckon, love sleeping. Do you Same. reckon you can beat ten When it comes to a competition, though, do you think under pressure you'll be able to nap? I, I'm like Tanya. I can nap anywhere. It doesn't matter. And just, when you love sleep, it's easy to fall it's asleep. Easy. Yeah. Easy. But, right. Nat, yeah. here's the deal. Ryan said it's going to be in a stadium and stuff, so people will be watching us. <laughs> I know it sounds pretty funny, but um, yeah, no, I'm up. I'm You're up. in. All right, well, all right, Natalie, stand hold by. the line. Uh, we're checking out all, uh, all potential competitors because we're not just going to gift Tanya a trophy. He's going to have to earn it. That's for sure. You're looking for the best nappers, right? Yep. Now in Queanbeyan, uh, Amy, how long do you reckon it'll take you to fall asleep? Uh, probably one, two minutes. Two minutes, just just enough. Yep. A couple of deep breaths, close your eyes, bang, out like a light. That's it, and I'm out. Yeah. Are you a shift worker or? <laughs> yeah, so I work eleven hour shifts throughout the night, and I have about a half hour a lunch break, and I'll run down to my car in the basement and probably get twenty five minutes sleep in. <laughs> and you can That's get impressive. A, you can get yeah. asleep really quick. Yeah. We'll sleep on. Sleep. So, so if we had a nap... She na- sounds like a really good competitor. If, if we had a napping competition... And I'm quite competitive too. Damn it, no! no. Okay. Amy, Amy's unavailable. All right, hold the line there, Amy. No, um, I'm not, no, damn it, damn it, Let's damn go to Benithan. Shane, how often are you napping? Oh, I nap every day, Ryan. Every day? I'm a baker. I oh, start yes. at three. <laughs> and I finish at lunchtime, and then I nap for an hour and a half. Oh, oh that's you have a, a decent that's a nap. good, solid nap. You my day. Someone, people often say to us, oh, you guys get up early, and I'll always go, oh, but no, the bakers, they're the real deal. Mm, they're up way before us. Three. All right, so Shane, how, and how many years have you been napping for, Shano? I've been napping for 18 years. Oh, oh no, no Shane's unavailable. Some really nah, good nah, don't worry about Shane. Uh, let's go to Candace. Oh, no. Uh, Candace, how, how often are you napping, Candace? Uh, all the time. All the time. Um, how long do you think it'll take you to get to sleep in a competitive nap off in Napa Valley? <laughs> oh, like an, a minute. A minute. Pop. Close the eyes. Good night, nurse. And are you are you a shift worker? Do you have any tactics, or you just really enjoy sleep? Well, I do ten hour shifts, but I work with children, ah, so exhaustion. Yeah. And oh. if you ask any of my friends. What my hobby is? Sleeping. All of the shit out of it. Okay. <laughs> okay We're right on it. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, good, Candice. Hey, keep the calls coming through 13, 10, 60. A lot of good um, applicants already. I'm what really we're gonna do... annoyed because I thought I had this in the bag and I'm really like... Oh, she's throwing highlights, no, guys. Well, Don't I get thought, angry because... I want my trophy. I should have said something else. Well, with this sort of attitude and anger, it's going to be hard if you get to sleep. So I'm just, I just would suggest you just calm right down. I'm already thinking about tactics. <sighs> sugar. Right. Sugar. Because I crash after sugar. All right, well, we'll see how you go. Can I bring my own pillow? Can I bring Morris? Uh, We'll get to the rules 
tomorrow or maybe later on today, but there will be no cheating. will be a level, equal playing field for the trophy. Keep calling through 131060, the $2,000 voucher from 40 Wings Up for Grad. Uh, by tomorrow, all the people who have called will we'll narrow it down to the three competitors. And, geez, I'd hate to come fourth in your own contest. And you know what? I've already come fourth before. It can't happen again. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. It is hairdressers. Are we calling it confidential or anonymous? Anonymous. Hairdressers. Anonymous. Yes, we will not use your name in this, but we do want to know all the things that people have confessed to you whilst getting their hair done. And Ryan, I don't know if this is... I don't think it happens with dudes, but it doesn't just happen with hairdressers. It happens with, like, any beauty service. You just get chatty and you just tell them everything and you just... Spill all your guts. You tell them everything. And do they like listen and give advice, or do they sometimes? Yeah, well, they just go, yeah, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bit of both. Depends on who it is. Just not along. I, I, I overshare all the time, and so many people do. Let's go to anonymous number one. Hello, anonymous. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, Thank you. good. Tell us what is the most bizarre thing you have ever been told by a customer. Um, I had a man ask me if he could keep all of the hair that I cut off him. <laughs> Um, <laughs> to do what, what with? Yeah, what did he want it for? I have no idea. He asked me to put it in a snack block bag <laughs> so he could take it home. I think you can sell it to no, people. Not if it's that. Wait, how long yeah, how was long it? How long was the hair? It was short. He had a number two on the back and side, so it was tiny little hairs, but he wanted to take them home. Just so he could... And I didn't know what to do, so I let him do it. Of course. Yeah, well, customers, customers always, always right. Help him out. Yeah, I'm, I hope he went home and sprinkled it in the sink, um, just because of, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> to make it look like he did it himself. Oh, but just, I just know from living with uh, a few girlfriends that they love that. Yeah, we love it. It's delicious. It's delightful. Um, anonymous, thank you so much. No worries. Let's go to anonymous. I really want to know what they were doing with the hair. <laughs> Does your mind go to voodoo doll? No, mine went to DIY Merkin. <laughs> Take it off the head and just chuck it down there. Thanks, champ. Uh, let's go to anonymous number two. Good morning. Oh, well, of course, anonymous, anonymous? Know what, their na- what their names are. If you're on the line now, say hello. Hello. You're, yes. You're anonymous number go. two. Of course, they uh, don't know that they're... Yes, anonymous number call. two, what's been revealed to you? Oh, we had these three clients that were in. There was a husband and wife, and then there was a mistress. And what? At the same time? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there was a big sell on. Um, the wife was saying that she thinks that the husband's having an affair. Meanwhile, on the other side, the husband was admitting that he was having an affair, oh and God. the mistress was also going to the sell on. <laughs> So you guys, all you hairdressers would know, but couldn't say anything. Yeah. Did it come out in the end? Has has, has there been a resolve to it? Oh, I have no idea. So I don't want to know. Yeah, and and you obviously, you like, so when the hair, the the client's sort of going, oh, I think my husband's got another girl, and you go, yeah, that's her in booth number three. Um, Do you just have to go, oh, that sounds sad? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I am. Do you get, I, I always thought this happened. Situation. Yeah. So do you do you ask or do they just start telling as soon as they sit in the seat? Because I, for me, and I was talking to producer Maddie. Maybe it's a girl, but us guys are like just cut my hair and shut up. <laughs> no, no. People just they sit down and they just start telling you. Yeah. Why do you think it is anonymous? I think it is just it's it's you're intimate. You're in a close area. It's a girl. So you just naturally get chatty. Why do you think people say so much? 
I don't know, but as soon as you start doing people's hair, they become your best friend, <laughs> even though you don't want to. That's like when I was pregnant, I had um, this one lady... She would just feel like she could tell me that I was fat. Oh my god! Oh god. And so back back to the yeah. couple who were you're was, fascinated was, by this affair. Like, um, do you like? Do, were you on a side? We we did you have your own sort of personal thoughts about it all? And would you, if you were cutting the mistress's hair, would you like to cut a little bit extra off? And you go, oh goddamn, I hate you. <laughs> if only you could, but no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. It's, it's like seeing no, a doctor. You can't. It's like confidential, except for this segment. Obviously. Uh, Coming up tomorrow, doctors, what's the grossest thing you've seen? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Anonymous. Uh, Thanks, Anonymous. Appreciate it. What a story. Oh, God. That is, I mean, that is the last time I have an affair with someone who I share a salon with. What? What? Are we on? Oh, God. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Um, but at the moment, and uh, over the last few weeks in our in our office, and it's been a little bit in the news, a lot of chat about people in polyamorous relationships, which means you have more than one partner. We've been obsessed with it, haven't we? Yeah, it's been really interesting, and we have Elliot on the line. Now, Elliot, can you just explain your current situation to us? I'm 26, and I have three partners. One of them I see about two evenings a week. One of them I see about once a fortnight. And one of them is more of a romantic partner. We have dinner once a week. And would uh, you say they're all girlfriends or are two closer than one? Like, Or are they all girlfriends? So, so what I do is I call them partners because yeah, it's just like easier. it's clear to me that they are partners in one way or another. Um, and that makes that's like the easiest word I know of to communicate to someone mm-hmm. else. These people are important to me without calling one a girlfriend and one a... Yes. The living partner and one of the like something else. They're just they're just partners. That's yeah. what I find the easiest way to try and explain it to people. Yeah, and do you live as much as you've got the three partners? Do you live by yourself, or is there one that you yeah. share a house with? Or no, I I live by myself, and each of them live by themselves. And are they uh, all aware? Yeah. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. So they all know about the others. Mm-hmm. Do they hang out yeah. and see each other, or you, they don't cross paths, or? So, so it depends on the people. My people don't are not interested in like meeting up and hanging out with each other. I know of other people who do their poly and all their partners meet up and yeah. play ball games or whatever you do. But like, it's completely optional and up to the people involved. Like, you know, just because I'm into them doesn't mean they'll be like interested in being yeah. friends with each other. Yeah. And do you not do you not mention the others in front? Like, would you know? Oh, we should go to this restaurant. Oh, I went there with uh, the other girl, and and yeah, we it was great. We should go. Or, or do you not mention it? Or is it a bit don't ask, don't tell? Or so, the way that I do it is that we talk about it, you know. Every time I see a partner, I mention what's going on with the other ones, you know. Oh. Went out to dinner with that one, you know, got in a little argument. Like, yeah. I find that's, like, really healthy anyway because you get the chance to share your experiences with mm. someone. You're not living, like, everything inside your head. Like, yeah. if something's gone wrong and you need someone to talk to, like... And you'd obviously you go to your partner, right? And if you've got three, yeah, you may right. as well talk to all of them. That's right. And do they have other uh, partners besides you? So one of them doesn't. So she's just, just with me. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them has about three others, and the other one has also three others. Yeah, right. It okay, must so that's be a big, for me, big right? web. I always think it must be so hard, because I can barely manage myself, let alone a boyfriend, <laughs> let alone three boyfriends. Like, I just couldn't do it. It just seems like so many balls in the air. <laughs> that's a terrible yeah, expression. So each, yeah. so each of my partner's partners also have their own partners. Right. Um, like, and it is crazy. a web, right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we do say, 
you start with yourself. You know, if you're mm. comfortable with yourself first, and and you need to be able to manage your own emotions, your own state, and you need to be happy on your own before you start pulling partners into your life. Yeah, what would you say is the pros and cons of your situation versus someone who just has one partner? Which I don't know if it's offensive, but to say like a traditional sort of relationship. This one is both a pro and a con. Is that um, when you're when you're running through multiple relationships, it's like living life in dog years. You know, one one human year, seven dog years, sort yep. of thing. You have one year in three relationships. That's three relationship years. Yep. So that means you get three times as much loving connection oh, and three times so as much risk of having arguments and having relationships break down. Do your parents uh, know or do they care? Do you bring them across all that sort of stuff? If you if there's a wedding, do you take all three? Like, how does that? <laughs> so my parents know. My grandparents, it's easy enough to tell them. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they think they're happy and that's fine, whatever. Um, but my parents know and they're pretty fine with it. My dad's like, high five, bro. <laughs> I was going to say, are most of your mates like, this is the best thing <laughs> I've ever heard of? Yeah, so some people, uh, I was chatting to a guy today and he's like, what do you mean you, you, like, didn't spend a night last week on your own? Like, you spent the whole time with dates and partners. And, and I was like, yeah, that is my life. I didn't sleep very much. Yeah. Um, and he was like, high five, bro. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to, say, something traditional like marriage, is that something that you want uh, or would do so, or not really? Uh, I know of a lot of people, poly people who aren't after kids. Yep. And I also know of poly people who do want kids. And, like, I would like kids. I don't know about marriage because there's this big set of assumptions that come with the word marriage about what you're going to do and how you're going to work. I mean, if you're talking physical exclusivity, I would kind of find that difficult with multiple partners. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're if you're negotiating a marriage, you're, like, choosing the rules, right? So, potentially, yes, if, if we could communicate about the rules and work out, you know, it's about what makes us happy. That's what mm. matters, right? Yep, absolutely. Great message. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm with full consenting partners, so they understand. Well, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, um, Elliot, thank you again for being so honest with us. It's, uh, it is fascinating, yeah. and, um, yeah, we really appreciate you, your time and your honesty this morning. No worries. It's been a pleasure. Two, three girlfriends, we said hi. <laughs> Hit 104.7.